I genuinely, apostolically love this man of God. And as I said earlier, I had the privilege of actually going to Brazil. You know, there's some people, they, you meet them, and sometimes the walk doesn't match the talk. But I want to tell you that this man that is coming is the real deal. He is a 21st century apostle. We love him. I told him before service, I said, Brother Alviar, if you're in the Northwest, would you just feel like Cornerstone's home? I'd be, I'd be honored if you just feel like this place is your home. Without any further delay, would you put your hands together for the man of God as he comes, whatever he wants to do, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we clap our hands one more time to Jesus right now? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, while you're clapping your hands, somebody shout the name above all names. The name that makes the devil tremble. The name that makes hell shakes. Come on. Somebody in this section shout Jesus. Somebody on this side shout Jesus. Somebody on that corner side shout Jesus on this side. Come on, shout it about two or three times. Jesus. Jesus. Woo, hallelujah. Woo, praise God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen, amen. When I walked in, I felt the Holy Ghost. You know, it's it's something about uh, living for God. It doesn't matter wherever you're at. You know, I was talking to Julia today, and we're several thousands of miles away from our house, our church. And on the way here, my wife called, and, and they were having an explosion of the Holy Ghost in Brazil. Praying people through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And you know what? And we walked in and we felt the same power. We felt the same anointing. We felt the same Jesus. Somebody need to praise him right now as loud as you can praise him. Jesus, hallelujah, I want to say it is an honor to be here, and uh, we finally made it, amen, uh, in July we were, uh, our flight was canceled and everything, and, and this trip looked like it was going to be canceled again because of the snow, but we made it, amen, and uh, I feel at home, Bishop, thank you for letting me come by, me and Julia, and and uh, we love you and Sister May and this church family. Amen. And we had a powerful service last night uh, with the young people. And it's an honor to be here. Amen. I bring greetings from the country of Brazil. If you open your Bibles today in the book of Mark, chapter 16, and verse number 15, I just feel like I'm at home. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're just going to have church Brazilian style if it's okay. Amen. I mean, it's ready for the Holy Ghost to move in this building. It's already moving. How many needs a miracle? Raise your hand if you can. 
How many really needs a miracle and you believe that God can work that miracle if you can raise your other hand and let God see that you have faith today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 16 and verse number uh, 15 says, very known scripture, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that uh, believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. How I many is a believer today? In my name they shall lay, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Hallelujah. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to talk about Brazil, but I just want to obey the Holy Ghost if it's okay. Today, I feel that God is going to work miracles in this building today. Hallelujah. The Lord woke me up in the middle of the night. And I was praying for this service and God spoke to me. This is going to be a miracle service. Oh, I need six more sisters or brothers to run the aisles with this sister right now. So if you need a miracle and you believe that God can do it, hallelujah, praise him how you know how to praise him. And I wish I had a tambourine right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! There you go. Woo! I feel it's, I feel it's about to happen in this building right now. Come on. Come on. You just might as well get ready. Your miracle is about to take place. I want to title this missionary speech, Get Ready, Your Miracle is About to Happen. Get ready. Your miracle is about to happen. I want you to look at somebody and shake them by the hand and say, neighbor, get ready because your miracle is about to happen. And if you believe that your miracle is about to take place, Begin to praise God one more time. This is not a going down church. This is not a defeated church, but it's
is a victorious church. It's a miracle church. It's a powerful church. It's anointed. spots in the front pew if you need a miracle why don't you get a little closer to the fire part to the fireplace to the altar there's a miracle in the house for you today anything can happen anything will happen according to your faith in the building Cancer is going to be healed. Tumors are going to disappear. Knots in your body is going to go. Sugar diabetes is leaving right now. Arthritis is going to the power of the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. that's going to take place you can be seated if you want to I'm just going to take a few minutes and then we're going to pray if you want to uh, sit in the front pew it's fine with me I'm just going to obey the Holy Ghost today hallelujah we have come with a promise of God of miracles in this service today hallelujah there is a little a lady in our church I baptized her over 20 years ago in the name of Jesus she used to be a worldly singer and uh, she sung for the devil for years and years but now she's an apostolic singer and she's 75 years old sister Claus is a prayer warrior she prays between five and six hours every day I mean if you want to hear something from God we call sister Claus because she's in tune with the Holy Ghost many times I have called her and before I could hang up the phone she said pastor I'm walking into the throne room and God just spoke to me this and this and this and then whatever she speaks from the Holy Ghost it's going to happen you know hallelujah and she prophesied over me and Julia two weeks ago as we were leaving Brazil she began to pray for us and she said the Lord said that this trip to America it's going to be a trip of miracles 
miracles, many miracles are going to take place. Healings, deliverance. We have seen God heal cancer. We have seen God heal tumor. We have seen people walk out of wheelchairs. Let me tell you, there is a God that is in the house today at Cornerstone Pentecostal Church. Whatever you need, he is here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Winning a young man, a young boy from school a few years ago, every time Fabio would come to church, he belonged to a very strong Catholic family. You've got to understand Brazil is the largest Catholic country in the world, but Catholicism is different in Brazil from all over the world because Catholicism runs with witchcraft in our country. 80% of our population are Catholics, but the same 80%, around 60% of them declare to be devil worshipers. We are also the largest devil worshiping country in the world. And every time that Fabi would come to church, his mother told him, said, Fabio, if you're going to be a Pentecostal, every time you go to church, you're going to have to sleep outside. Well, Fabio said, okay, mom, I'm willing to sleep outside. For So for five years, every time that Fabio came to the house of God, he would have to sleep outside or, or spend the night at our house. But Fabio was determined that God was going to save his family. You know, for you to receive a miracle, you've got to have a determined mind. And you have to have a determination. The woman that had the issue of blood, she did not stay at home waiting for her miracle. But she went to where Jesus was at. It didn't matter how weak she was. It didn't matter how many years of sickness she had made up her mind. If I only get to Jesus, if I only touch the hem of his garment, I know that I can be made whole. I'm here to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost today, it doesn't matter how deep is your problem. It doesn't matter how wide is your valley. I'm here to tell you in the Holy Ghost, your miracle is about to happen. Your miracle is about to take place in this service today. Five years went by. Fabio sleeping at the porch. But one day... Maria, Mary, Fabio's mother began to get sick. She went to the doctor. And the doctor diagnosed her of having cancer. You're going to die in six months. Well, guess where Fabio's mother went to church the first Sunday? They make fun of us. They talk about us. But when they need prayer... They know where to come. When they need a miracle, they know who can touch God for them. 
And I, we were praying at the sanctuary, and uh, and uh, I watched as Fabio's mother walked in, and I was I was surprised. I was in shock to tell you the truth, because that woman persecuted, hated us, persecuted the church, uh, uh, persecuted her her son. But he said she said about the third pew of the middle section of the church, and we were praying. People were speaking in tongues. It was prayer meeting time. And we were worshiping God. And all of the sun, now this woman that has been Catholic all of her life knew that probably have been Catholic. You know what I'm talking about? The Catholic church is a very quiet church. They don't show any emotions at all. All of the sun, I see Mary jump from her uh, pew where she was sitting. And she starts screaming, I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. I am healed healed I am healed I did not know Bishop what was going on so I walked to where she was at tears was blowing from her eyes and she I said Mary are you okay now this is powerful for the prayer warriors she said yes pastor she said I have come here today and I said God if they have the truth will you show me well, that's all it takes. It's hunger. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And she said, and while y'all were praying, she said, I saw a vision of an angel. And, uh, and she said, and the angel had a picture in his hand. And, he, and she said, and everybody that was praying that I noticed, she said, the angel would go and pour something on top of them. Well, we understand that it was the anointing. Well, she didn't know what it was. And she said, God, I want that on me. Visitor, or if you're the first time, visitor, second time, third time, uh, yes, we get a little wild. Yes, we get a little crazy. Yes, we do some noise. But I'm telling you, the powerful God, the anointing is in the house right now. The miracle God is in this place. And God can fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. God can heal you right now. God can change. I wish somebody would stomp the devil's head right now. God can give you your miracle right now. And she said, when the angel poured that on me, she said, I begin to feel fire. Begin to come down. To my body and I know that I am healed she went back to the doctor the following week she didn't get the Holy Ghost that night she got a good blessing repented but didn't get the Holy Ghost she went to the doctor she said I need no new uh, exams x-rays and they said, oh, oh, Mary, you know you got cancer. You're going to die. She said, I had cancer. She said, Sunday night, I went to a Pentecostal church. 
and I had a visitation of an angel. She said, and God healed me. I need some proof. They ran tests and did it again and again and again. About five times later, uh, she was still laying on, on a table there where they were running tests. The doctor walked in and said, Mary, yes, something has happened to you, and we cannot explain the cancer you had. You don't have it anymore. You're completely healed. There is nothing wrong with your body. When Mary, she told me, she said, Pastor, when that happened, I sat on that table and I lift my hands up in the air and God began to fill me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost right there. I begin to speak in another tongue. Let me tell you, it's here. It's in Spokane, Washington today at Cornerstone Pentecostal Church. These signs shall follow them that believe. Woo, somebody shout yes. Shout it again as loud as you can shout. When pa your pastor, Bishop, was in Brazil, him and Sister May, December 2019, I have a testimony. The Lord used him to prophesy over our church. We did not know that we were going to go into the most dark part season of our church. Lord used him to prophesy and said there was going to be some very dark time. But after the dark time, we were going to face the greatest revival we have ever faced in the country of Campinas. He said, in fact... This church is going to become too small for the amount of people that God is going to bring. Four months later, COVID hit our church. We lost 10 people. And in 15 days, we had funeral after funeral. I'm talking about young people dying because we didn't, our hospitals didn't have enough oxygen for everybody. They were literally dying begging for air it was dark time for us they shut us down they shut our church down we were locked in in brazil for eight and a half months in different periods of times we could not have church we could not come to church they made they, they made us lock the building they said uh, uh, it's the orders. We will fine you 5,000 reals and we'll take the, the pastor to prison if y'all will have church. Well, I didn't know what to do at the time, so I began to pray. And I said, God, what are we going to do now? Over 200 works in 17 states of Brazil, and how are we going to be connected? And the Lord spoke to me, said, start an online service. Well, it was new to us, so I called Brother Andrew. He's kind of good in technology. I said, Andrew, I need you to start something so I can live stream. And, and uh, I said, I told Julia, my wife, and about three or four more other young people, I said, can y'all help us just for a small little service so we, we, we can, we, we can uh, worship God and, and so we can be connected. And so they said, uh, Andrew said, okay. So he came to me. Uh, 
day later and said, Pastor, it's ready. It was different for me to preach to an empty church in front just of old uh, little telephone. It was different for me to have church with empty pews and just looking at a little phone that was almost falling apart. I did not know who was watching us. I didn't know who was worshiping God. But I told Julia and I told my wife every single service. I said, we're going to have church like we, the church is packed out. We're going to worship God. We're going to praise God. And I said, we're going to make sure that we mention Acts 2.38 every Every single online service. We're not ashamed to be an apostolic. We're not ashamed to be Pentecostal. We're not ashamed to shout. We're not ashamed to run the aisles. We're not ashamed to dance. We're not ashamed to clap our hands. We're not ashamed to worship God the way we worship. What I did not know that what looked like that the devil was shutting a door. God was opening many doors. The first week I received a message from a man called Jose. And Jose said, uh, I've been an alcoholic for years. I've been a Catholic for all of my life. I've been in prison for many times. He said, but today I was messing with my phone. And I went on YouTube and I said, uh, somehow, it said uh, a church online. And I hit the button and I began to watch you preach. He said, and I begin to feel the presence of a God that I have never felt in my life. He said, I'm from a city called Sorocaba. Sorocaba is about an hour and 20 minutes away from Campinas. He said, would you give me a Bible study? He sent me his number. I've called him after I got the message for seven nights after online service. I would give him a 20-minute Bible study. The seven night I finished the Bible study experience Pentecost that I translated to Portuguese many years ago. And, uh, and I said, uh, Jose, do you have anything? And I was watching him. Call him FaceTime. He said, no, everything is okay, pastor. He said, just wait a minute. He put his glasses on a table, and I was watching him by himself in his living room. He lift up his hands, and I watched as God began to fill Jose with the wonderful gift of the Holy Ghost. Baptize him with Holy Ghost fire. Today I'm here to tell you that stands an apostolic Pentecostal church in Sorocaba. We just baptized our third assembly of God pastor in Jesus' name. We're getting ready to baptize the assembly of God presbyter in the city in the name of Jesus. You know why? Because the miracle is here for us today. Another family. Miracles began to happen as Bishop prophesied over our church. Another family sent us a message. They were watching our service 22 hours away in the city called Porto Seguro, Bahia, in the state of Bahia. And they, both the man and the wife, kneeled down repenting of their sins in their living room. Received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Watching our online service. They sent me a message. They said, we got the Holy Ghost tonight. Would you come to our city 
and start an apostolic church. There's no apostolic churches in our area. I looked around. At the time, I did not know it was 22 hours away. And uh, I said, yes, I will go. As soon as they reopen everything back. So in January, me and my family uh, of last year, we, we drove over 22 hours to Porto Seguro to meet a family that had received the Holy Ghost. When we arrived there, we were expecting to stay there a couple days and then leave. You try to, you know, talk to them and give them more Bible studies and try to talk about starting a church. But God had, a, he, he was fast what he was doing. When God promised you something, you just hold on to the promise. It may not happen when you want it to happen, but God is a, he's on time. I said, he's on time. He Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I remember arriving there, and Sister Anna and Brother Paulo, uh, they were so excited. They have four little children, and uh, he was out of job because uh, he lost his job because of the COVID and everything. And, and, uh, and Sister Anna, the first thing, she handled my wife a little brown uh, paper bag. And she said, missionary, she said, this is a gift for y'all coming to our village in our city and to tell us about the wonderful name of Jesus. She said, we didn't have money to cook you meal. But when my wife opened the bag, there was five pieces of bread that they had ran to the bread store and then bought every, that's all they had just to say thank you. I told my wife, I said, I, I can't stand this. We need to go to the groceries. They have little kids. We need to buy them groceries. I said, I told my wife, go look around. Just, uh, just, uh, just do like you need to go to the kitchen. They didn't have no running water, no refrigerator, anything. She just had a little stove. And my wife said, I just saw a bag of rice. That's it. Went to the grocery store. We bought them groceries. Bought the kids chocolate. We didn't know what was, what was happening, but God was moving. Because miracles happens like that. We cannot explain miracles, but if we believe, miracles takes place. When we got there and we handled the groceries, they began to cry. We, my wife gave, gave Yudi, the five-year-old boy, a, a, a piece of chocolate. He be, hugged my wife. He said, oh, missionary, I haven't ate chocolate in my whole entire life. I've been wanting to eat chocolate and asking for my parents for some chocolate. God works in small little miracles. The Lord spoke to me one time, if you give me glory for small miracles. You're going to give me glory for big miracles. <laughs> I remember uh, flying into Dallas airport a few years ago and we didn't have a dime. I mean, we were, it, it, it was bad situation. I didn't have money to buy a bottle of water and I was so thirsty and I began to pray. I said, now God, I am so thirsty. I just wish I had a bottle of water. 
And I was just walking around with my suitcase, Bishop Mayer, and I look, and they still had those phones, you know, those uh, pay phones. And on top of the pay phone, there was this huge bottle of water, Fiji, Fuji, how do you call that brand? Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah, one of the best waters. And I mean, it was so cold that it was just, you know, you know when it, you take out of the refrigerator and it was just, you know, it's so cold, it's dripping water. And God said, I, it's for you. <laughs> if you just learn to thank God for small miracles, you're going to praise him for big miracles. Somebody praise him right now. I feel God working miracle right now. Somebody praise him. Come on, I need some apostolic Pentecostals to shout as loud as you can shout. Praise as loud as you can praise. Magnify the name of Jesus as loud as you can praise. Almost finished, but I need to obey the Holy Ghost. There are some reports of the doctors that God is going to change here in this place today. Would you please have faith and go to the doctor this week or set an appointment back with him so you can have a victory report? Whose report shall you believe today? Whose report are you going to believe today? I don't know about you, but I'm going to believe the report of the doctor. I'm not going to believe the report of the doctors. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. His report says I am free. His report says I am healed. I said, let's have church. They said, no, we're not having church in our home because our home is too small, missionary. We talked to the neighbor. They, she's letting us use their yard. We went to the yard, opened the gate. There was over 30 people there waiting for us to tell them the story of Jesus. We took a little keyboard. It was run by batteries. I said, Julia's playing, sing, baby. You know, new church, new, new, first time. Nobody had the Holy Ghost set for that couple. You know, it's kind of new Everything is new. So we begin to teach him an old song that says like this. Some of you probably knew in Pentecost. Don't even remember this song. Know this song. But some of you old in Pentecost know it. There is power. 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 Wonder working power in the blood. How many believe there is still power in the blood of Jesus? Before the service was over, nine of them was at the front right there. We didn't have chairs. We didn't have nothing. They were either standing or sitting on the floor. We had just a small little table. Nine of them was at front of the table repenting, and God filled them with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There was a couple there that they were, uh, she was a witch and he was a witch doctor. They told me, they said, we have come to destroy this service, but we've met a greater power. We've met a greater God. We cannot disturb. Let me tell you, great.
greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And if God is on our side, who can be against us? They say, you must baptize us in Jesus' name before you go home. Well, it was our first time there. It's a beach town. Waves are so high. This was uh, 11.30 p.m. So, Sister Mayo, I was trying to find a place for us to baptize that couple in Jesus' name. Found a hotel that had a swimming pool. Talked to the manager. He said, well, uh, um, if you, if you promise me something, I will let you baptize. I said, what is it? He said, just promise that you're going to be very, very quiet. Well, some of you know Brother LVR. I don't like dead services. Well, I, can't, I couldn't lie, so I didn't promise him. So I just said, I'll try. You know, and I was, I was really trying to be very, very quiet. I was really, that was the truth. Y'all acting like I'm telling a story or anything like that. Until I baptized that couple in Jesus' name. And when they came out of the water, a witch, tears with her in her eyes, shaking her hands, Speaking in another tongue. And a lady just walking around us was hit by the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You know how it works. Sometimes we act sophisticated Pentecost until the Holy Ghost hits us. He called I said, devil, here we go. I can't be quiet. I'm not going to be quiet. Seeing a devil worshiper receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Talking about camp meeting, we had camp meeting right there. Come on, somebody praise him right now. Somebody praise him. Almost finished. Ooh, almost finished. Let me just finish this as quick as I can. It's going to increase somebody's faith and somebody's going to be healed here today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So we had powerful service. Sister Anna and Brother Paula said, please stay one more day. So we stay one more day. Sister Anna said, uh, can y'all make visits with, her, with me? She said, I have told people about you all, about the church. And she said, I met a lady at the bank the other day. She was sent home to die with breast cancer. Can you go and pray for her? I said, yes. When we arrived at this little house, the woman was sitting in front of her house with a little stew and her neighbor and the neighbor's husband was there. Sister Anna introduced us and she said, our missionaries, we have come to pray for you. The lady had been visiting Assembly of God Church. She knew a little bit about uh, Holy Ghost. And uh, the lady said, well, come inside. And I'm a missionary. I've been a missionary all my life. I was born and raised in the mission field. 
for you that don't know me, I got the Holy Ghost when I was four, baptized when I was five, started preaching when I was eight. I started pastoring my first church where Bishop and Sister Mayo preach our anniversary service when I was 14 years old. Uh, we'll be celebrating this year 35 years that I've been pastoring the mother church. From the mother church, we started 18 daughter works, amen, in the city of Campinas and the neighbor cities. And uh, we just bought two more properties to build two more daughter works. So that's going to add 20 daughter works by the end of this year in the name of Jesus. And we give him the glory. And I have seen God heal many people. I was talking to Brother Sister Marks last night. They took us out to eat about miracles. And, and please, please, I'm not bragging on ourselves, anything like this. But, you know, I have, we, I've seen thousands of people get the Holy Ghost and miracles and, and all kinds of miracles. But I have never seen God fill somebody with the Holy Ghost like he did that day. When I stepped inside the living room... The Holy Ghost spoke to me. And Jesus said, I'm not only going to heal her of breast cancer, but I am going to fill her with my spirit. And it shook me so bad, I began to weep. Well, when she turned around, I was from here to about this sister distance right here. I asked her, I said, ma'am, have you heard about the Holy Ghost? And, and she said, yes. I said, because God just spoke to me, he's not only going to heal you of breast cancer, but he's going to fill you with his spirit. When I said that, I didn't even have time to walk to where she was at, lay hands. And you know how we, we do. That woman lift up her hands. Tears was already flowing from her eyes. She began to speak in another. She was ready. She had already repented. She was ready for the Holy Ghost. God filled her. When the neighbor saw that, the neighbor lift up her hands. And God filled her with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When the husband saw that, he lift up his hands. And God God filled him with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So God knows your problem today. If everybody can stand, miracle God is walking in the building. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. God healed that lady, filled her with the Holy Ghost. We just dedicated a couple weeks ago, just the week before I flew to the States with Julia. I was in North Brazil dedicating the first apostolic church in Porto Seguro, Bahia. Lord said, this is going to be a lighthouse. Bishop May, Sister May, and this church family... There's some been some oppositions and some spirits of witchcraft against this church and against your pastor. But today there's going to be a breaking in the Holy Ghost. Ramaya Shandala Bakaya. 
There is no weapon that can come against us that will prosper. Come on, I need somebody that can pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Throw your hands up in the air if you can, both of them, and begin to pray as loud as you can pray. This is the only army that can win a battle with no weapons. No carnal weapons. We don't win the battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah with weapons, but this is a spiritual battle. It's just a spiritual warfare. In the name of Jesus. And it's happening right now. We come against the kingdom of hell. We come against the kingdom of Satan in this city, in this area, in this state. Come on. Somebody take authority. You don't have to have your children lost. They're not going to go to hell. Your mama, your daddy, your wife, your husband, your family. God is in control. Is that one here? One over there? One here? One over there? It's all over this place. Devil, you have lost the battle. Devil, you have lost the war because there is a praying church. There is war prayer warriors in this house right now. And there's something in the atmosphere taking place. We're going to close like this. Praising God for miracles. You don't have the Holy Ghost. God can give you the Holy Ghost. You haven't prayed in tongues and spoken tongues in the last two days. You need to speak in tongues. You need to leave this place speaking in tongues today. You know what we're going to do? There's a little miracle in the Bible that talks about the Bethesda pool. There was a man there for 38 years. Once a year, an angel of God would trouble the water. And the first one that would jump in the, in the hallelujah pool it was healed I guess it's okay Bishop but I just want to obey the Holy Ghost Bishop told me to feel like I'm in Brazil I brought five I asked the brothers to give me four little things of water this is going to be our Bethesda pool today You ready? When I count to three, whatever you need, if it's miracle, Holy Ghost, healing, deliverance, uh, uh, you want us to be set free from drugs, addiction, alcohol, cigarettes, a kind of addictive pills, whatever it is. Hallelujah. When I count to three, I want every believer in the house to run. And I want you to stick your hand on that water. And it's going to be a spiritual thing right now. You're acting like the little, uh, hallelujah. Oh, 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 hallelujah. 
you're putting your hand into the Bethesda pool. Hey, it's different. It's not going to be one miracle, but it's going to be hundreds of miracles. Right now, go. One, two, three. Go, 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 go. And as you pray, pray as loud as you can pray. Once you put your hands on that water, God is honoring your faith. Come on, there's going to be people drunk in the Holy Ghost. Some of you are going not only going to keep standing, you're going to get so drunk, you can't have said to stand up. He calls Shataya. Come on. Healing tumors. I command to leave. Cancer. Every kind of cancer. It's going to leave to the power of the name of Jesus. Come on, prayer warriors. Pray as loud as you can pray. Pray as loud as you can pray. As you lay your hands on that bucket of water. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Find somebody that needs the Holy Ghost. Pray with them. Put your arms around them. If it's proper, lay your hands in their arms if it's proper and pray until God fill them with the baptism of the Holy Ghost.